Welcome back to Not 97. This is the season seven finale episode featuring Dominic Maldonado, a director of AR at Warner Music and the founder of the Leader of the New Cool concert series. Dominic comes correct with two hip hop offerings South Carolina up and comer Lil Bob and his testimony, The Real Definition of Fake, as well as the masterful lyricism of Brooklyn's own Akai Solo. We get the exclusive on an explosive unreleased single from Harry Adokwa called Zombie. We find peace in Naomi Sharon's 1991 and float on soon-to-be superstar Q's masterful melodies, amongst more, live from Move Forward Music and brought to you by Amuse.io. This is not a podcast. This is not a radio show. This is Not 97. Enjoy. Welcome back to Not 97, not a podcast, not a radio show. Season 7, episode 10, the season finale, hosted by Move Forward Music, brought to you by Amuse.io. We got the normal squad around the table. Rashad, the dot wave dad. How's it going? Yo, what's good, man? That was a yawn, by the way. So definitely on dad time. We here. We alive. Season finale. <laughs> Um, what's good? Let's get it going. Genesis, good evening. How you living? I'm so excited. This is a season finale. I'm pumped. It's going to be a great one. I feel like we're ending on like the highest note. Hell yeah. Season finale, ending strong. Special guest on the stream this evening. Dominic Maldonado, director of A&R at Warner Music. Founder of the leader of the new cool concert series. Dom, welcome to Not 97. Thank you guys for inviting me. I, you know, before we went live, I'm going to be honest. I was just saying, like, there's a lot of pressure because this is, you guys are cool. It's a cool crowd. It's very, y'all very hip. Y'all are very with it. So I feel like I got to bring it this time. We appreciate you. You want to let the people know a little bit about uh, who you are, where you come from, and what you do? Well, I'm originally from Orlando. Um... But I currently reside where the money reside in L.A. And I, yeah, I'm an A&R at Warner. I've been at the company for three years. But, you know, it was a transition from primarily being an artist manager. And I would consider myself an artist advocate as well. And from having the Leaders of the New Cool platform where, you know, the, the goal for over 10 years has been to showcase New talent early on, it was primarily hip hop for the majority of that time. But just as the R&B space became a lot more exciting in the last few years, we've transitioned to incorporate pretty much, you know, the two. And, you know, just been really excited about keeping that going. Like I still, if, if South By would have happened in the last year and this year, definitely would have taken part. But, you know, I, I, I just I would mostly consider myself in, you know, my place just finding and pushing and encouraging new artists wherever I can. Yeah. I think, Whether I'm signing you know, them or not, like it's 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 bigger than that. This I think this is why, like, you're the perfect guest host to end the season just because the way you advocate for new artists is very inspiring to all of us. And we all admire your career and what you do and what, you know, 
we're just really I for one, I'm really excited to have you um as a guest. And I know the guys um can say the same. Thanks. Agreed. Agreed. So we're excited. We're excited to get into it and share some music and and, and hear what you think. I'm gonna kick it off with the first song of the night. I'm going deep in my bag with this one, but this is a song um by a trio, by a soul trio that's out in San Diego and, and they're actually signed to Daptones which is like the legendary kind of soul funk label into uh, an imprint called Penrose. That is an imprint that the founder of the Daptones kind of started, I think a few years ago, but really excited to play this song because it's a song that I found kind of just straight up through the traditional channels of finding music. Basically I was like kicking it with a friend of mine at the store that he works at in Soho, like literally a few days ago and was talking to someone that, like he introduced me to someone else and I was telling him about not 97 and what we do. And this dude was like, yo, have you heard the sacred souls? Like I've been listening to this song on repeat. And I, I, I took like a screenshot of, uh, of, you know, their page and went home and started listening to it and just like, you know, fell in love with the music. And, and, you know, I think we always talk about how recommendation for songs are always hit or miss. And especially if someone is like recommending it because they just want to get on not. It's like, you know, it's like, well, I, I want to uh-huh. vet it first. So it felt good for someone to just casually be like, yo, like you should listen to this song. And then, and then I went home and really loved it. So excited to share this with everybody and talk about it. First song of the night. This is a song called Week for Your Love by the Sacred Souls. Lady, lady, 
feel like this is a song you could play like at any time of the day. Like it's it's yeah. for everything. It's for everything. For sure. I heard this song before. I didn't realize that I didn't put two and two together when he um gave me the title. And yeah, it makes me want to look more into them. Cause do you know if they're just signed to Daptone Records or if, you know, the whole gang is playing? Because what I really love about a group like that is it's obviously throwback. It's obviously got those elements, but, you know, just like Amy Winehouse or, you know, Sharon Jones, they're really able to figure out a way to put that into a modern context. And I really appreciate it. And I definitely want to hear more from them, you know, like, are they sticking in that era or are they just using some of that, some of that aesthetic to carry over into other things? So I want to know. Yeah, they, um, I I basically heard that, uh, it read something that said that they, um, on literally one of their like first dates as a trio, they Bosco man, like one of the founders of Daptones, like was there and heard them and like immediately was like, yo, I need to like link with you guys and figure out how we can work together. And then, you know, down the road, he ended up starting his own imprint from his own label and signing them to, to Penrose. So that, yeah, very kind of like, you know, serendipitous story. Their other songs are definitely within the soul lane and very kind of classic and, 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 traditional feeling nostalgic feeling but it still has like you know a, a tinge of current to it that that keeps it kind of like you know in in 2020 and 2021 which i appreciate yeah i always like to know what's that connective thread gonna be um to now to to take it there so i really i appreciate that and i haven't heard that song in a little while when yeah. did that come out yeah i think last year middle or, or late last year yeah, it's a good one. Week for Your Love by The Sacred Souls. All right, well, Dominic, yeah. you're, you're next. You're next with your first okay. song of the night. Tell us about Lil Bob. Okay, um, how did I even find this? I want to say somebody sent it to me almost, if I'm being perfectly honest, and I hope this doesn't offend anybody, but I think they were just laughing at the name. Like, hey, I stumbled on this. Look at the name. Ha ha. And I'm like, yo, this shit is fucking hard. And and I, I actually, for me, you know, his voice is incredible. Cadence is incredible. It just takes me to the mind frame of, you know, Southern rappers. He's from South Carolina. Um, he's from, I think it's pronounced Shira or Shero. South Carolina, um, population 5,000. I looked it up on Wikipedia. It's incredible to me that a city with, you know, 5,000 people is apparently where Dizzy Gillespie is from, which is fucking incredible. So, I mean, (laughs) it's not bad. But yeah, I mean, you know, it just seems like there's these places, there's these little pockets where when someone comes from that, there's just no industry there. So they're not picking up the industry, you know, oh, I got to make it by, you know, going in with this person and, you know, this type of beat. It's just like, he just straight up, I know he started out by doing some freestyles and just kind of, you know, I've, I've talked to him before. So I know he was like literally banging on the table, making beats because he had no access to beats because no one lives there. So, you know, to me, I just think that that's, 
a, a context in which creativity can really flourish because I mean, like what else are you going to do, but you know, write something and dig deep. And so I, I thought this song really, well, I guess we should play it before I talk about the song, but this is the real definition of fake. <laughs> Definition of fake used to fuck with them niggas, find out they were snakes. Can't fuck with these niggas, they all in my way. I was sleep on these niggas, but now I'm awake. I'm searching, I'm looking for a better day. When you open your mouth, better watch what you say, cause I gotta quit some, but I don't hesitate. Oh, yeah. Hey, this what I tell them, though. Hey, this is what I tell them. I said, I tell them, you gotta separate. I'm talking about the real from the fake. Cause you got them niggas that smile in your face. But then eat off your plate when they already ate. That's the real definition of fake. That's the real definition of fake. Used to fuck with them niggas, find out they were snakes. Can't fuck with them niggas, they all in my way. I was sleep on them niggas, but now I'm awake. Searching, I'm looking for a better day. When you open your mouth, better watch what you say. Cause I gotta quit temper, I don't hesitate. Life is too real, no, you cannot relate. Took me a minute to learn from mistakes. But now that I know, I know these niggas fake. Fake. They gon' smile in your face, but they eat off your plate when they already ate. Yeah. When they already ate, yeah. When they already ate, yeah. That's the real definition of fake. That's the real definition of fake. Had to cut my grass for the snake. Had to cut my grass for the snake. Can't wait my time. I grind for nobody. First one on the plane, like I'm the one flying it. Co-pilot, don't wanna be around nobody. Fake shit, I don't even wanna be around it. I remember they were trying to climb me. Talk down on me. Why the fuck would they wanna talk down on a young nigga tryna come up? Yeah, I'ma up if you run up. Lil' mama, she a fan and she wanna fuck. That's that failure, yeah. That's that failure, yeah. That's that failure, yeah. That's that failure. I ain't got no more love to give. That's that failure. And I ain't got no more love. I tell you, you gotta separate. I'm talking about the real from the fake. Cause you got them niggas that smile in your face, but then eat off your plate when they already ate. That's the real definition of fake. That's the real definition of fake. Used to fuck with them niggas, find out they were snakes. Can't fuck with them niggas, they all in my way. I was sleep on them niggas, but now I'm awake. Searching, I'm looking for a better day. When you open your mouth, better watch what you say. Cause I gotta quit temper, I don't hesitate. Life is too real, no, you cannot relate. Took me a minute to learn from mistakes, but now that I know, I know these niggas fake. Fake. They gon' smile in your face, but they eat off your plate when they already ate. Yeah, when they already ate. Yeah, when they already ate. Yeah, that's the real definition of fake. That's the real definition of fake. Had to cut my grass for the snake. Had to cut my grass for the snake. Get back, get back, get back if you fake. How can I play with them boys trying to take my place? Get them out of the way. Chopper gon' up and hit them in his face. How can I play around with them snakes, nigga? Cause you got them niggas that smile on your face, but then eat off your plate when they already ate. 
That's the real definition of fate. That's the real definition of fate. Used to fuck with them niggas, find out they was sick. Can't fuck with them niggas, they all in my way. I was sleep on them niggas, but now I'm awake. Searching, I'm looking for a better day. And you open your mouth, better watch what you say. Cause I gotta quit temper, I don't hesitate. Life is too real, no, you cannot relate. Took me a minute to learn from mistakes. But now that I know, I know these niggas fake. Fake. They gon' smile in your face, but they eat off your plate when they already ate, yeah. When they already ate, yeah. When they already ate, yeah. That's the real definition of fate. That's the real definition of fate. Yeah. Had to cut my grass for the snake. Had to cut my grass for the snake, yeah. Yeah. Hey. That's so hard. He hard. Yeah, that boy hard. Yeah, bro. I'm a country. I'm a, I'm a country dude. I'm a motherfucking <laughs> from North Carolina. <laughs> so this is exactly on my alley. This is one of the ones I almost I, I it's one of the ones where I, if I was a rapper, like I heard the pick and then I try and change my verse. You feel me? Cause, <laughs> cause I was like, wait, I didn't know we was I didn't know we was doing that. But yeah, this will definitely be going into the rotation. Cause this this is that you like it's almost like a gospel, you know, like every time this this tempo, this this cadence, like you said, his voice. Everything right up my alley. So the video, thank you the, for the, the, me on. yeah, the song and the video just brings you into his world too, so it, perfectly. Yeah, this I that's when you started to like when you started talking about how like just start thinking about how he doesn't have access to like actual like producers in a studio like and it's almost like it's artists like that are just way more creative when it comes to making songs and just because they're just so much more hungry. Like, I remember when I played Vince Ash, like, I think this was like the first time I ever came on. I played Vince Ash and he told me that his first mixtape, he literally made it searching up type beats on YouTube. And that's how he made his mixtape. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of like the same thing. It's like this dude, he's like, like you said, like, doesn't have the access to like real producers yet so it almost it's way more authentic it's interesting when i when you talk to artists who have gotten farther along in their career and then all of a sudden it's like all the stuff that they just like need you know it's like if i don't have this in the studio i can't i can't create and i'm just like you know i think there's something too even for artists that have gotten farther along like reach into that place where you were when you really didn't have all these options and what the hunger looks like and what the creativity looks like. You just wish you could capture it in a bottle and never lose that. So, you know, it's just always refreshing to come across things like this. Um, yeah. You can tell that that's still the case. And, you know, it's still really early for him, but I think, you know, I feel like it's it won't be long. It's so, oh, nah. it's so authentically him too, it's like. Like he's he's such a you, it, you I was just about like to feel it hey, exactly. I mean, what y'all talking about is is definitely like the truth. That's all it is. <laughs> it's, it's just the truth. Like so artists just get later in their in their career and they just don't want to accept the truth or like or they can't rap about the truth. It's not as appealing as it may have been, or they can't figure out how to like tell the truth or, in the same uh, frame of mind as truth. they did at the beginning. Yeah, it's not too. their truth anymore. Yeah, but you know, also, I mean, I love the title. The real definition of fake is a great title. I, I'm trying to find out who produced this track too because the production is great, and I love, 
I love in the video the guitar in the woods. Like it's just it basically he's just using it as a prop, but like he, he's out here like on his rock star shit with the guitar. I'm like, yo, live your life. Grab that guy, walk around with that guitar, do your thing. It's my understanding that it's, you know, a like YouTube sourced, which believe me, half the artists that I meet that are new, like that's you know, it's half the job is like cleaning up, you know, deals for shit they like leased on YouTube. And then you're just like, oh shit, okay, now we gotta go back and like get it all done. But, but hey, it's like what, you know, you could just put yourself in the mind frame of somebody who, I believe he did write this before he even had the beat. So you're like, you know, digging around on YouTube trying to find something that fits how you feel. It's like, that's just so pure. And we talked a lot last week about the, you know, connections between genre blending and rock elements hitting mm-hmm. hip hop more so these days. And, and, and this is like a cool example of that, like guitar powered beats, just like, you know, b- being a big part of hip hop these days. And I fuck with it. You're posty on the remix. Yeah, for real. Back. What's next? I mean, you know, you might've, you might've heard this one. You might've heard this one too. So, you know, I don't do much of an intro. So we're just going to go straight into it. Here goes Q with Garage Rooftop. weight on my chest, I wish I could just scream. I feel like it would actually release something. So why don't you? Really? And I 
Q3 out here. Q3 <laughs> out here. Yeah. <laughs> that um, video is so adorable. You know, so people, I feel. Yeah, the video's fire. Um, I think I think he's buzzing. I know he's buzzing. You know, he's like doing his thing out here. He's getting s some some good recognition, some press. Shout out to all the homies that work with him. My my boy Brandon. You know what I'm saying? Piano out here. But yeah, man, it was to me, it was just like a contemporary ballad, you know, like something that's just yeah. new, current love story. And then he's a multi-instrumentalist. You know, he's, he's come from a Jamaican background. His, his, like once you get into it and then like his, his dad, he, I was reading some articles, like his dad had a studio in Jamaica and his mom played for like played piano for Beanie Man and other like reggae artists and shit like that. So it's like, for me personally, I'm always like, okay, this is like a legacy deal. Like he, he loves music. He said he made his first song. He's five years old. Like he grew up in the church, all this type of, all these different things that just were like parallel to, to me. <laughs> and I was like, all right, like I like this guy. And he's making like love songs in this falsetto that's like undeniable. So yeah. You made your first song when you were five? <laughs> Did you? Nah, I wasn't in the kitchen like that. I was <laughs>
<laughs> nah, nah. Yeah, nah. This is a beautiful song, and, and, and Q is, and Q is a beautiful artist. Yo, Yano just say yo Rashad with his research in, in his bag with with the pen game and his research. But yeah, man, like those harmonies, those yo, melodies, and his name is Q. It's undeniable. Like that falsetto when those melodies hit, it's like, how can you not just sit back and be like, damn, like this shit's special. Yeah, I think he really knows how to play a lot with tension in a song and really let the song develop and unfold and simmer and all that good stuff that, you know, those are those classic touches that even if you kind of recreate the sonics that you're not always going to get if you don't have at least a love for it, but also probably that background as well. Like he really knows how to pull, pull you in and, and, and release when it's time. So it's, it's fantastic. I feel like you guys said everything that I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I feel this is like a classic yeah. pick. Like, I feel like obviously one Yano, we all support him and stuff, but like this is yes. a if if we even if he like wasn't managing this artist, this is a pick we would be like, yo, we gotta play this or not. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I mean Q also feels like uh feels like the track you played last week. Oh, with McClenny? Yeah, where it's like, yo, yeah. we gotta we gotta fit this in. That's, that's like Rashad, you got the season finale. Like Q has had a big year. Oh yeah. And we gotta give give Q his flowers right now before it's too late. Yeah, exactly. I, you, I, I literally, Matt, that's why I text you and I, I said, full disclosure, I said, this is kind of a lazy pick because, like, we should have already played, we should have played Q already. And it was just like, all right, we got to at least say we played it just because. Yeah. It's like, it's like he's for, out of for here. All like, our, for all our listeners out there that haven't heard Q before, this is for y'all. Get on that. You're late, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Dang, no, Long story short, and that's that's, that's saying a lot. Four years. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no. nah, that's that's saying a lot for our our listeners, our four year loyal listeners. Like, we hope that you guys probably already you guys already knew, but you know, but yeah, you got a sophisticated crowd. Yeah, but but Dom, I do appreciate what you said too, because uh, of like the you know the song structure and and the song writing. Because that's true. Like the, there's a lot of like patience in that song, and there's a lot of like moments where he really mm-hmm. lets it breathe. And I think that's those are pieces that a lot of young artists don't fully appreciate all the time. And so to hear that from a young artist, where it's like the the song, you know, the tempo lets you kind of like really sink into it. And, and I think that's yeah, no, a really special quality co- to come from a new artist. Yeah, and saying that. You say you know saying that I'm thinking like I listen to a lot of fucking uh, reggae too. So like reggae songs had this kind of a pace too, and they build like this kind of like tension almost where it's similar. Like even just like how he uses his falsetto is is kind of similar structure wise to some some reggae songs. So that kind of makes sense if you if you deconstruct it and it's like I'm not making actually reggae. I'm making like this soul ballad or something like that, but I'm using like similar methodologies. It's interesting. Now that you said that I can kind of feel that in in like the you know like the 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 melody that's kind of like flowing. Yeah. It's just a melody thing. It's like how he how like again the tension and how he put the song together. It's it's similar to like reggae ballads. 
It's very surfy too. For sure. But that's a, a good thing to pick up on. Uh, like so much reggae music and traditional reggae music really like the like the surf era and a lot of those really traditional 60s type songs like that's what that's what Bob Marley used to play like that's what a lot of these reggae artists like what it's built upon and then like obviously it expanded from there but you know that thread is like kind of ongoing and I just love that like music is such a conversation among eras you know all right, Genesis, you up next. Where are we going? Right. Nice. We're going, the artist that I'm picking is from the Netherlands. Her name is Naomi Sharon. I found her. I think like just someone shared her song on an IG story. And I was like, oh, what is that? The song is called 1991. We're staying in the sad vibes. But it's not really sad like that because... I feel like this song is a lot about like self-acceptance and like self-healing and self-love. The music video is also very beautiful. It starts off with a poem and then the song starts playing. But I think it's just like another one of those that like I wanted to stamp on early, like this was played on not. And like the artist one, like the artist is beautiful. Like just the all like just how she portrays herself on social media is all about like, just like self-healing and self-love and all that stuff. And I'm really into that. Um, So I wanted to play this song. It's called 1991 by Naomi Sharon. I am listening to my heartbeat raising when I hear them yell at each other. My thoughts are becoming liquid as they're rolling down my face. We are constantly telling ourselves to be big. Why? I was happy when I was small. I want them to be small. Loving and kind. This vulnerable stage gives us room to cope with this tangled mind. Uncovered truths are now being revealed. I bleed in pain, but yet I feel relieved. I can breathe again. My roots are now starting to grow. Nurtured by the peace of what nature is giving us. And it shows. This soul laying in its temporary shell is now ready to go. Always bound to understand the power. 
losing games and in the end Hard workers of playing and pretend Are you happy with a lover and a friend? Is this a loafing or do you feel to comprehend? That is all I wanna ask Far from what's been done and said Are you happy with a lover and a friend? Over and out we felt this place I came to learn and not to chase Over and out we felt the same Let's take a break and stop the race Over and out we had a face All the one was there to stay Over and out, you're free to go Let's meet each other on a different road Tensions are no then deep and I will bend Over for the things I don't get I'm learning to Instead of running away from the feelings I once had Honestly, I played this song all day today and the like peace that it gave me, I was just like this. I don't know. There's just some like she like, I don't know the type of healing power that she like that she puts into her music is really admirable. And I like not a lot of artists can really achieve that type of like giving you that sense of peace in their music. and. Her voice is just like so dreamy and she's just honest. I like super stalked her on social media. She's just a fucking, she's so badass. Like, so I just, yeah, I'm really happy that I played this. I'm happy you played this too. Definitely. So fucking beautiful. Like so, so peaceful. 
you really can't ask for more. Like you said, you just feel like you're calm as soon as the you, you, as soon as it comes on, really. Like because you want to hear the spoken word, so you're instantly like locked in, and then a voice comes in, and you just like going along for the ride, just at peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I think. The song is just masterful. I can't, I've never heard of her. So I just really can't wait to listen to more of what she has. Uh, you know, she really, aside from, you know, it's starting differently with the, with the poem at the beginning, once she gets into it, she's just got such a, yes, it's calm. Yes, it's peaceful, but it's also captivating. And, and for me, it's almost energizing because you're just, you know, like Rashad said, going on this journey with her and, there's so many little sophisticated things that she's doing with the song and presenting it with such confidence. I'm just like hanging on her every word and waiting to see where it goes towards the end. And it has such a nice build, you know, and then resolve. So I just really, really love this. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like everything you guys are saying, I think that it's just a very spiritual song. And, and like, yeah. it just feels spiritual through it. I mean, it's got that kind of like organ that brings you through the whole thing. So it feels somewhat like, you know, religious and, and yeah, just right. has that in it where it's like you, you, if you need to find some peace, someone said in the chat, tranquility, like you can put this on and just kind of like, you know, let it wash over you. What's cool is that, you know, with, I mean, with the masterful video and any, and, and seeing like a video that's that, you know, well done from a new artist is always captivating. But it reminded me of when you played Fana Hughes a few weeks ago, which is yes. funny because, because Dominique submitted <laughs> Fana Hughes and I was like, damn, Genesis already played it. Yeah. But this song kind of gives me the same energy and the video gives me the same just kind of brilliance and, and really like blows me away. In, in this yeah. Song. Yeah. She doesn't have like, she's hasn't gotten like crazy pickup like that, like on press. I feel like once, like, I don't know, once she gets like a team that could really like build with her, it's out of here for her. But she did do this. I think she did like a TED talk performance and I was watching it today and you could just like, the confidence is just oozes out of her. It's like this like calm confidence. And it reminded me of like Sade in a sense, like Sade was so like her confidence was so calm. Um, that's exactly the like what I got from her when I was watching her doing like her TED Talk performance. Personally, um, I'm going to be quick. So this is like kind of remind me of instead of Sade, like Mariba. When I first heard Mariba, I'm like, OK, this is, and then you, you listen to her and her interviews. She's mad calm, too. Like she still gives you that same confidence. But that's it. I'm done. <laughs> I um yeah see I always think it's interesting with both her and Fana and even someone like Mariba um I, I feel like there's a little bit of a Joni Mitchell and Kate Bush influence there whether they actually are fans of them or not it's just like it's like aggressively poetic in a way that's still very musical and works it's not like spoken word like, I think what Jill Scott does is something totally different. I think this is just, like, they're not afraid to really go there lyrically and be somewhat abstract and interesting, and I just love that. And and kind of some of the experimentation that, 
definitely her and Fauna seem to do with their vocals are like a Joni or like a Kate Bush as well. So it's just like, it's another layer of strength and presentation for female artists that I, you know, love and really support. Yeah, I feel that. And I think that that's, it's interesting to draw those lines between artists like Joni Mitchell, Kate Bush to like, you know, the, the, those contemporary artists of today and even like young artists of today that are doing something within that, like on that same wavelength. I love it. Great pick. I love that. It's cool. Thanks. I knew yeah, you guys, I, I knew it was like, I said, it was like, it was kind of like, just like a mellow sad track, but it was all about like healing and self-acceptance and all that stuff. Also, is that, is that like intro part of the actual track that's like No. No, it's not. I it's um yeah, the track is like on Spotify it's just the track. So, yeah, the poem is very like it gets very deep and I think that's why like she put it in the beginning cuz it just really like brings you into her world. And I kind of like that now that we're playing videos that we that videos that have added elements like that are mm-hmm. you know, we can play that and it can be part of it because it gives you more, you know, like context to it and, and kind of like feels, gives you a little more of the artist in there than just like hitting play on the track. Yes. Yeah, for sure. All right. I got a song. My next pick, second pick of the night, an unreleased song by a dude who I got connected with. His name is Harry Edoqua. He is from Dallas, Texas. I was connected with him like through a friend of a friend who was trying to set us up to potentially work on a video with him and, you know, sent the track through. And I really, really appreciated the song and, and kind of like we, we, with timing and, and everything going on, we didn't end up doing the video, but I still was like, yo, I want to play this on the show because I really love it. He's a new artist. He dropped his debut last year called Fire on the Mountain, which was kind of a very expansive album. Shows him kind of crossing genres and, and leaning into a very dynamic sound. So yeah, I'm excited to play this and kind of get everybody's thoughts and discuss it and discuss him. So this is a song called Zombies by Harry Edoqua. Put on me. I try to stay impartial. It's hard. And everybody wants a piece of me because I'm up. Zombies looking for life. Everybody wants a piece of me because I'm. So put your hands where I can see you Since everything I touch turns to gold And every room I walk in is mine Adore me with most precious stones Adore me Since everything I touch turns to gold And every room I walk in is mine Adore me with most precious stones Adore me I was like a from my face yeah, yeah. I'm 
listening for your beam. I could cry right now. I could cry right now. I'm so hard. Oh God. I cut a nigga family tree down playing with mines. Everybody wants a piece of me 'cause I'm zombies, zombies. Everybody wants a piece of me 'cause I'm zombies. So pretend where I can see them. Since everything I touch turns to gold, and every room I walk in is mine. Adore me with most precious stones. Adore me. Since everything I touch turns to gold, and every room I walk in is mine. Adore me with most precious stones. Zombies just refuses to refuses to fit into any genre, and it is always pushing boundaries. And so, yeah, like you know, he sent it. I, I probably got this song like a month ago, and have gone back to it a, a couple times between now and then, and, and was really excited to be able to kind of premiere it in a way because the song isn't out yet. So, yeah, go follow Harry and and you know tell him to drop this. Is it gonna wait? So is it gonna be out by the time this episode comes out or not? No, I think it comes out uh, later in the month. Damn! So people are gonna have to run this episode back to listen to the song. Hell yeah! <laughs> no, that was hard. No, that was incredible. That was that was crazy. I would. This is like one of those songs that you just have to witness live because it'll be it'll be insane. Yeah. It- It's it's also like it reminds me of like the time of my life where you just like at least for me personally like you just start to like realize that there's other shit other than hip hop like <laughs> in middle school there's a moment in my life where I'm like yo like there's like black people making other stuff like <laughs> and then I was like yo this is fire like and that's exactly <laughs> what. <laughs> I look for in all genres first. I'm like, yo, who's the black people making it? I bet that's fire. <laughs> I'm gonna start there, <laughs> and then I'm gonna go down. So like, this is definitely like a legitimate rock song for one. You know, yeah. like, and I fuck with that. It's not like a a rock rap song, even though I'm an advocate also for that or like. Saying that SoundCloud is some like punk rap shit, like, but nah, this is like he legitimately made a rock song, and I can see myself definitely like doing heavy day in the gym and just going hard to this. So like, <laughs> that's the energy for sure. Yeah, I think I mean these are the kind of artists that I'm I'm at least most excited about that are gonna like you know push you to rethink a genre or or where it fits or when you listen to it or whatever. And I think that 
you know, listen through his his album from last year, and then and then hearing this and kind of like thinking about where he's taking it. Yeah, it's just ex- like you know whether it's going to be rock. Well, he's going to expand rock into a bunch of different avenues. If he, if a song is going to be like more soul, it's going to be soul, but he's going to be pushing the levels of of where he could take soul and, and all of it. So uh, you know, I think that this it's like an artist like this is yeah really exciting to to listen to and to to get you know to anticipate seeing live and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to dig in and check out. Um you know, what else he has. And, and like you said, it, something like this just feels so classic blues rock to me, but then, you know, there's elements that actually are starting to brush into metal and everything. And I just love that. And, you know, it's Rashad's point. Like I'm also one of those people that really, really responds to when an artist can, you know, like, I love the melding of genres, but I also really like when people just dig deep in a hardcore way, like something is what it is and that's it. And and I think that's very refreshing because it feels like like it's just intentional and like the lyrics of it, of course, like I heard, you know, from what I could gather of what he was saying, it's obviously still very modern and like it's him and it's signature and it's unique. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it feels um it's refreshing like we hear these the the you know is it trap rock is it you know emo rap is it like we hear that all the time now and that was fresh at one point but you know this was refreshing to me and that pre-core is just like I can hear that in my head still (laughs) yeah no I know exactly what you're talking about like exactly what part of the song you're talking about because it's stuck in my head too yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that shit feels like Led Zeppelin-y. Do you guys like horror? Are you familiar, familiar with horror? Like horror films or horror music? The, the band. There's a band. Oh. If you see it, it might look like Ho Nine Ho Nine, like nine 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 H O nine nine O nine. I couldn't play it here because it didn't qualify. But it's a black. I- it's a black metal band not black metal the genre but it's a duo that's straight metal and that shit will like cleanse your palate <laughs> like hell trust yeah. me so i'll send it to you guys hell yeah no i have not heard them they're fucking fire but this made me want to hear that so like it, it definitely sparked something word it's interesting because you know i i don't necessarily always lean towards this towards heavier rock at all times, but it's like when it's presented to me in the right context, I can really lean into it and like, and feel it. And, and I I don't know, right place, right time or something with this track. Like I, yeah, it felt right. Everybody go check out the record that he has fire on the mountain and then sit tight for when this shit drops. Well, I'm gonna keep playing Uh, your link. until. I dumb. You're next with, uh, tell us about a Kai solo. I mean, I honestly don't really know what there is to say about this, except he's just been one of my favorite rappers for the last, I want to say almost three years. And there's a, you know, like 2020 obviously just blew by. And so I can't believe I'm even saying that because this still feels so new to me, but And I actually don't remember where I came across it. I think it was probably another artist friend who posted it. And 
you know, when I tell you at that time, he had a SoundCloud following like in the hundreds and a couple of the posts had like a couple thousand. And I just couldn't believe that something this good didn't, you know, didn't have a little bit more of a following. But then at the same time, I could also see it because, you know, even to the point about what we were just talking about, it's so pure and it's so like to me, I'm a person where I can't say, oh, I just love I love all hip hop, you know, old and new. But, you know, I think a lot of people when they're looking for, you know, for something in hip hop, they're like, oh, I want it to feel throwback. Like he is straight lyrical and he's saying shit that like will really, really stick with you just across all of his records. And like, you know, this song alone, I go back to all the time and there's still shit that I catch. And that's like, to me, what made Doom so great and what made, you know, all of our Doom, Ghostface, like all, like that whole lane so incredible. So I think in that way, it's throwback, but I don't hear that or feel that when I hear him. I just feel like there's someone whose voice needs to be heard. So I'm very, very big on a Kai solo. Like I could just sit there and just listen to this shit all day. So I actually had a hard time narrowing it down to this song. I think I tried to pick something that might be a little bit more accessible beat wise, but I think he's just a genius. And like low key, a lot of your favorite rappers really, really, really fuck with a Kai solo. So say that. So this is 94, the dog year. I'm hot like the surface of the Phoenix. Silly nigga, I know. Rabbits with mad tricks. Ill skill like I'm Kill Bill. Anybody can get body. Getting guys like easy Joy Grom. I break space while I'm keeping pace. Forgetting time set, place is 97 jet. Nine next. Unless we talking hit list. Shit. Super smash splits. There be no ifs and buts. Who knows why and when they happening? These niggas sour with the sweet bars not having it. We not friends, don't worry about my split. I guess you handled it in a jiff. Strong like a whiff of the piff Shorty pulled up Felt neglected and she did Stories of the song My lies I live You would've thought I was Content with the spare shit And lies ain't fair Fuck it, what you think is fair Cause it's not paying fair To get in circle cause You boxed in square Triangulate all your coordinates Then acid rapid fire try beam Then Realize I'm the most ill you will ever be Still, you was just a kid's meal With fragmented appeal Like Dragon Ball's brain death the radar Every time I rap, I go off like quasars You just a petty scheme We treating you like they do a felony And I'm the biggest blackie So you automatically my mini-me Shush. These niggas bragging for they slay dragons Who's gassing them? That's a pointless question, pointing back at them. It's the God again, like I reincarnated. Build a country, get it mandated. To have you publicly castrated. While you're shorty with me, masturbating. Y'all fucking with the little appropriators. We engage in big dangers. 
catch me on the moon like a planet ranger Right, with ridiculous range Sukuyomi infinite Combo insane Straight lead, straight ahead into the elbow Forgettable fellow, I'm still mellow Keep your mouth closed Green in my pipe like Luigi flows We yelling out 94 the dog here And best believe all my dogs here You looking stupid in the house like Corey Same old story Corey's getting treated like Morty's We yelling out 94 the dog, yeah. You best believe all of my dogs here. You looking stupid in the house like Corey. Same old story. Corey's getting treated like Morty's. We yelling 94 the dog, yeah. Grip over fears. Immaculate every time for the East. Raw. Yeah. Raw that's, rap that's, shit. That's that's bars. Like flexing. It's <laughs> bars. <laughs> Yo, for real though. Like out the I, gate, you know. I love that. I love that. Um, most of the rap that we play on not is is bars is like is deep rap shit. You know, it's like there because because we don't really. I mean, sometimes we'll play more like playful, you know, pop rap shit. But a lot of the times, it's like this shit deserves to be heard, and we need to play it. For real, man. I'm saying. They, we we obviously this shit need to be in the fucking library of Congress or some shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm in here talking straight. <laughs> he talking he talking straight science on there. Like I'm for real. But you're right though, Matt. We really don't. The bar for rapping is like you got to be a rapper's rapper for the most part to mm-hmm. get on nine nine seven. So like this is definitely one of those. Um, tracks i can definitely hear that doom like the doom thing comes in for me where he he like separates bars in different ways like he'll it's is it how he links bars together is not like traditional so that reminded me a lot of doom and i mean there's definitely a big market for all this type of stuff going on right now sonically like with the mics of the world and you know the earls of the world and everybody else that's trying to tap in so yeah, I'ma definitely I'ma definitely listen to some more of this. I am the guy who, who played Mac Hami on the show, so it's only right. He said all this while holding um rain and like feeding rain. No. I'm just that like what? He's gonna know bars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my, my son got a no bars. He was in the other room crying. I'm on daddy duty all the time. I remember where I saw him now or how I found him. I guess when people find things on Instagram, am I giving away all my A&R shit? I don't know. I don't care. Um, it's the same way I found Kia. A friend of mine, since I can't go to shows, and, and this is even before quarantine and all of that, of course, but, you know, every now and then you miss something or you're in another city, you can't be there. I don't remember who it was, but somebody was at a show that he performed at that might have had 
it, it wasn't even 50 capacity. And I just, so, I mean, you think if it's in an Instagram story, it was like 20 seconds. And I immediately was like, oh, who's the tag? What is it? And I just dug it up and I probably sent it. I probably sent it to 20 of my friends in like a day. <laughs> um, but to me, it's like, I almost feel, and this is, I don't, I don't want to sound snobbish or whatever, but I almost feel like if it can't get me in 20 seconds, it's going to be really hard to get me. Um, yeah. as far as something that I'll pay attention to, like, I'm going to have to hear it multiple times to kind of get sold on something if it's not that initial thing. And like Kia, who is somebody else that I was thinking about, I was going to play and I got shut down also. <laughs> um, cause I guess Nick Hakim played it. But to be fair, I saw her on Nick Hakim's story when he went to her show. So there you go. So that so was before she Nick, was on Spotify. So Nick put you on and put us on to Kia in two different ways. Yes. Boom. Yes, exactly. So, um, you know, and that was also a really small gig. But, you know, it, it was just my way of being there. So I guess it's still, it still works. Like, perform, guys. Get out yeah. there. No, when that's a fact. I, I, yeah, I love the idea of, you know, hearing 20 seconds of someone like this that's, you know, rapping so well that within those 20 seconds, your ears are like, what? <laughs> I need ah. to learn more. And I appreciate you playing this because I've seen his name around, you know, f- for a, a little bit. And, and I was looking it up because... You know, he. I guess him and Pink Sifu have a project together, or they've like collaborated a lot. And I remember seeing that and listening to that, but I didn't dive fully into Akai yet. And this is like the nudge I needed. Like I've seen his name around, I've heard tracks, but this is definitely the nudge I've needed to like. All right, tomorrow I'm gonna like put on a record and, and let it just play out and really like lean into it. Do it. It's he's dope. He's he's awesome. What I also. What I also loved about um, this sound is like there's just like this collective of artists that are all supporting each other also because we've like we've also like I've played like Madani and Maxo and we've had other guests play. I'm blanking on names. I'm blanking on artists, but we've had other guests play like other artists that are part of that kind of like this collective of artists that are supporting each other and supporting the sound. And it's just like, I love seeing artists lean on each other and like succeed and win. And this, like, this feels like that. Yeah. It's that, um, was it, was it Maxo? Like one of the last shows that we went to at babies was like, it was like three acts. Mavi. Mavi. It was Mavi. Maxo. Uh, and Madani. Or and, yes. Uh, and Madani. Yeah. And that and that was like that was like a representation of like the yeah, the new young young New York rap heads that are really uh, rapping. Uh Mavi is from North Carolina, but yes. <laughs> and, and Maxo is from oh my god, he's from California. Where not where is he from? So they're actually not from New York, but <laughs> good but, point, but, Matt. But, <laughs> but the state, they're a community. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's a community. It's a community. It's a community. Yes, exactly. So what's interesting, and I and the reason I know it's true is 
So what you're saying about that being your last show, this is my last show because Max, not Max, so Mavi was on tour. So my last show before quarantine was Mavi, but at the LA date, it was um, Pink Blue and was it Fly Anakin that was performing with him? I don't remember if it was, but it definitely was Pink Seafood opening. You know, so that was my last thing. And that was like the West Coast version of, I think, what you guys ended up seeing while he was touring. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. yeah but, but yeah, that that whole community of artists are very supportive of each other, collaborate with each other and are all super talented. And it's cool to see and be a part of that, like over the last, what, like three, four years, kind of. And it's evolving, too. Like, I think that Akai, even among them, is... Is a little different as well. I, I actually, weirdly enough, think there's aspects of his of his approach that, like, I think if he had different beats, he would sound really mainstream, at least like mainstream, like a ghost face or something. I think there's really something there. So um, I can hear that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. listen, Freddie almost won a Grammy. So yeah, yeah. There's uh, so there's he need that, he he need like. A, he need like a couple Al beats, a couple Harry Fraud beats. Yeah. Be, you know, he's on. T- <laughs> He'll sound like a New York rapper. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Get him in the studio with Alchemist and we good. Rashad, tell us where we going. I'm up next. All right. So we are, we are out of New York and we are back in the South. So we're going to go with Al Doms with I Wonder. Remember we conversate on the NFL, NBA, knowing it was the only way to get my 
mama that big and stay tripping lots to own everything I'm gonna own everything Cause we ain't had shit but imagination with no escape No direction we can take But somehow I found some ground But I still can't shake the fact that our reality can come snatch your strength Celebrate the meaning, nigga, love You can never understand my reason If you ain't trying to get rich, I'll be a fucking genius I used to dream chase, realized it was backwards thinking Manifest realities and language that I'm speaking, nigga, it's up uh, Nigga, it's up uh, And nigga, pull up nigga, pull up And celebrate this new dream Yeah Uh You gotta see it Before you see it In order to see it how that shit work Yeah Don't get caught up in the mirage Chasing dreams and shit If you're gonna dream, my nigga Make it real Get caught up 
in a hamster wheel Running in place Running in place yeah. No dream Yes. So that was wild. Damn. That's a- super hard. <laughs> yeah. So that's Al Doms fe- featuring uh, Eric Penn. Eric Penn was singing on there. And I knew. I, think- I knew that voice. Yeah. I was yeah. like Genesis. Genesis, you play at Eric Penn last, last season. season. Yeah. yeah I maybe. love I think, I think, his voice. I think Key was on on that episode, but. Yeah, man. So Al Doms is from Virginia. I'm always gonna, I'm always gonna pl- find a, a South rapper if, if I could, if I could find him or her and uh, play that. So that's automatically a plus one. And then I'll just, I thought his flow was fire. This is from like his project that he put out, maybe not even a month ago, maybe like three weeks ago or something. And this is like that, that last track. The final track is the only feature on the on the on the EP, really. Yeah, man, I'm a sucker for that last little ride out track. You know, it kind of really is usually that retrospective uh, track that the artist put on the, on the album. And yeah, I just I fuck with his cadence. I fuck with like the message of the song. Yeah, he's not really he's not really popular yet. Like only shit I've seen is just like you know some normal regular press out there but um i think i think push the t has shot him out on some va shit you know like once or twice that's hard but that's pretty <laughs> much it yeah and then his visuals is hard this is just a new project so like he ain't had no visuals but like if you go on youtube and you like you know go do do the do the research do that due diligence he got like a good handful of videos visuals is, is on point like he he's really out of here. It's just like you know the right people. His shit getting into the right hands, and yeah, it's just that classic South sound, man. That Dungeon Family sound and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's. I mean, that whole the whole track from from the start to the finish, every element of it like catches you. You know, immediately the groove and that opener, that like dreams. Where do they go when we die? I wonder. And he, that just keeps repeating over and over and you get kind of like stuck in there. And then the energy, once the flow comes in, like super calculated with the rapping. And then he's got those switch-ups at the end that keeps keeps it exciting and keeps you running. And that's good. It, it, it's good context to know that that's the last track on the album because, yeah, it's like he wants to keep the listener there, like keep it exciting the whole way. Yeah, I think he's dope. And I think he's definitely... You know, again, carrying on a tradition of like just those Southern rappers that just have that cadence. And when they lock into that pocket, it's like almost unbeatable to me. I mean, I'm probably also biased for that. From that standpoint, it's just like it's like you bring in the, 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 that little bit of swagger and staying in the pocket. And I just think it's so unique and something that just, you know, it made me want to hear more, although I'm not sure there's a there's a couple of songs that I checked out a while ago. So I definitely want to go revisit that music. But I think that this one really, really, really caught me. I agree, too. Honestly, this is like I had some other songs that I was going to play 
that were older with videos. And I'm like, oh, it's a video. Like, we, you know, been doing a lot of videos this season. So I'm like, I'm going to just play this. But then... <laughs> There's like this is the this is that new new like <laughs> this yeah. is what you've been working on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what it was that I that I'd heard, but I love the dreads too. I just love the whole the whole thing and I you know it yeah, really does. He embraces feel like his God. Uh, yeah, he re- sorry, I didn't cut you off. He embraces his, his southern his southern aesthetic for sure. Um. When I was listening to it, I was just like, oh my God, the cadence, the way he switches up his flow. And then for this to be the outro, it's just like, he, like, that, I mean, the project ends on like the highest of highest of notes. Like, you know, like for you to end that, your project with this type of record is, yeah, yeah, that's all I got to say. Shout out to the, the the team behind him. I think it's Over East it is the team that, that has Eric Penn and, and Al Doms in them. Like, you know, they're doing their thing. Yeah, shout out Eric Penn on the feature. That's hard. That was good. I love at, at his first voice. When I'm listening to it. I was like, damn, this kid is doing everything. You know, he's he's singing, he's <laughs> rapping. I was like, I didn't realize hey. it was a it was a feature. Hey, no, no, no cap though. Me too, bro. No cap. I'm like, bro. I had to go check. Like, I had to go look on iTunes. Like, I'm like, if he's doing all the rapping and he's singing like melodically at the beginning and he's singing the the fucking hook, I'm like, nah, this dude's on another level. But <laughs> come to find out, it was a whole separate person. They gotta get the full record. They, I mean, they clearly work together. They gotta get the full, the full duo popping. Because yes. they, they got the sauce. Yeah, I feel it. Is Eric Penn also from um, Virginia? Eric Penn is from Harlem, I think. I think he's okay. actually from New York. Yeah. Is he? I, I mean, that's what, that's what Google said. I feel said. like, he, yeah, probably. I think so, yeah. I'm like, I can't remember when I played him where, he, where I said he was from. Yeah, I don't remember. Probably from, yeah. What is the chat right. said pink orange jacket? You pretty. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I show love to the chat. <laughs> oh yeah, he said he said uh, lives in Harlem, but is from VA. So they both from VA. Oh, oh shout nice. Out to, shout out yeah. to Aaron D. Shout out to Aaron D. In the chat, because hey. that's putting us on to <laughs> fucking both these dudes. You know, <laughs> feel it. Virginia Beach was good. That's hard. That's hard. Shout out to Virginia, oh man. Gosh. Shout out to that's that's my uh my state my state neighbors with North Carolina, Virginia. Y'all give our respect. <laughs> you just gonna claim the whole coast below nah. certain states. Hey, is, he's nah. in, he lives in Jersey. Like, come on. <laughs> Not for sure. I, I I'm the guy that like if I live there and even for like a week, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I'm the I fuck with those people. Rashad claims <laughs> London after he was there for a summer two years ago. Like, facts. That's a fact. He's like, we got North Carolina, we got South Carolina, we got Virginia, we got anywhere, anywhere from, from the South, Jersey, from Jersey to North Carolina. That's Rashad territory. Uh, Eastern Seaboard, me. Well, I grew up in Florida, so everything Atlanta was our shit too. It was just like a like a pipeline. 
Facts. growing up. Like anything new there, we heard as well. It was kind of all the same thing. So, uh, yeah, we on the same wavelength for sure. Because no, it's not like it's not as if North Carolina had artists other than fucking Petey Pablo and shit. So, you know. And we we was only listening to like Atlanta music, like so. Even Florida, Florida had a way bigger moment way before uh, North Carolina. <laughs> so, so, so I love Florida artists too. Shout out to Florida. Shout out to Florida. <laughs> and this is where are we going. Honestly, I've been trying to figure out where this next pick is from. I had to look them up on. IG, he's either from New Orleans or he's from New Bronzefeld, Texas. I don't know where that is, but I feel like I normally don't pick artists where it's like, like, I feel like I find artists where they're kind of like in their middle stages of like finding themselves. And I feel like this kid, his name is Miley. Um, The song is called 21. And I don't know. For some reason, I picked it as I I like just like wh- I watched the music video and instantly was like, oh, man, this is like a movie. This like I just honestly, I really wanted to be like I wanted to do like a Rashad and just like drop name, drop it and not really give it an intro. So I'm going to just <laughs> do this is Miley 21. <laughs> I 
like I seen a hundred suns I think I'm finding a person that I've been running from Yeah, I've been looking and searching to find a chosen one I think I've chosen one If I love you and you love me Then why can't I just let it be? I'm so inclined to tragedy I'm asking how did you keep half of me? Save me from myself I'm trying I can use some help Yeah, so this is more of like what um, Matt was saying, how it's like we either play like the like super bars rap or like the pop rap type of music. And this is definitely more of like one of those like pop rap songs to me. I don't know. I just really I I love this video and I love this song. I don't it just I had to pick it. It made me feel really happy listening to it. And um that's kind of why I chose it. Yeah. It's either like bars or like the very playful, you know, kind of bouncy shit that's just good. And then that's where this lies. Also reminded me, you know, last week when we when um when Donna played the NXG song, that like yeah. NXG song, and we were all like, yo, this is like, you know, the college party vibe or whatever. This kind of can fit into that same playlist, I feel like. A hundred percent. Yeah. No, this was like this is literally just like an artist having fun making a record. I found it through Fashionably Early and in the little write-up, it did say that he produced it himself too. So like, and this is just like an artist really just having fun making music. I, I see the star power. Sometimes it's just about relatability and just star power. Like if you, if, you know, if you got the concept and you and you making the, the structure of the song, like you're making the beat. You're writing a song, you're going to record it, and then it still comes out with the same energy. Like, and then you do the video and it's still got the same energy, man. It's it's crazy. It's it's crazy when a when a 21 year old has that type of star power. You know what I mean? And I think the digital world has kind of like empowered them to even like go harder for their brand and for their image and like at the end of the day like i i see the vision i definitely mm -hmm. see the vision yeah peak internet shit right here yes yes this is a kid completely yeah, raised sure. on t completely raised on tumblr Thanks. yes right and then it exudes everything and it exudes through the music and it just mm -hmm. creates it creates a star himself because he just he understands it's crazy i just people want to hear realize that if he's 21 that means he was born in 2000 and that shit just blew my mind a little bit <laughs> <laughs> i just i just feel so old now <laughs> that shit is crazy honestly damn yeah. thank Wait, you matt for ruining my night well, what I was asking or thinking about was I, you know, forgot exactly what the sample was at the end, but it's just interesting to me, you know, as someone who grew up when that music was out, you know, living in the world, doing whatever I was doing, like how he's hearing it. Like, obviously he's responding to it in some way as a fan of music, but I, I'm pretty sure that sample was before he was born. So just... I know we all have to grapple with that now that there's kids that are making music, sampling things that were around when we were in the world, you know, what are they hearing? Like, what are they, you know, they haven't been out 
to hear, you know, to see people dance to it in a club or whatever. It's just like, it's very fascinating. So, you know, I think you guys are pointing out that he just seems like he's exuding being a fan of music and being, you know, just putting it all out there. And I just, I love that. And you can totally feel it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that energy in new artists where they like, I mean, you know, it could be a a bunch of different influences, but, but then pulling out something that came before them that they don't really even know, understand or care the context of. Yeah. They're just like, nah, I fucked with that melody or nah, I fucked with that guitar or, or whatever. And somewhat goes back to what you were talking about earlier, where like, you know, lines of music through generations where like it doesn't even matter necessarily the history of what was going on in music at that time, but the the music can cut through the generation and someone will hear it and it'll influence them to make something and continue pushing forward. And, and that's the beautiful thing about music. I, I not to be long winded, but I definitely, I like to challenge the idea that you can hear something in real time and say, Oh, this is timeless. Because I think that history proves us wrong about that all the time. Like the stuff that actually lives on. Could we have thought, I mean, I probably thought this, but a lot of people I'm sure didn't think three, six mafia would be like the most relevant thing today from the year that they were out, like 20 years later, like they're more relevant than almost anything that was out at that time, period, bar none musically. So you have to say like it aged really well and you wouldn't have known that in that time. So I just think that like, that's why it's important to just like be in it and not make assumptions and not speak ahead and just like go with it because like every, like history will surprise you. These artists will surprise you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fact. Also, you know, this is a fact people, people hold on. Cause I have to say this. People will try to say Soldier Boy was a one-hit wonder. However, he is still <laughs> relevant every single year. Soldier Boy is back, so the proof is in the pudding. Soldier Boy never left. He can't be back. He never went anywhere. Soldier Boy's just living in the future. We're catching up to him. Exactly. He's been here. <laughs> yeah, he's exactly. in 2025 right now. So we'll get to him then. That she didn't see that coming when he was out. <laughs> I also love that this nope. artist's name is Miley with an exclamation point. Not, you know, just not Again. the name you would expect, but, you know, I fuck with that. I love that it's just Miley with the exclamation point. He's just having fun. He's just having fun. Yeah. Guys, it. It, it, it pains me to say this, but we did it. That's That's the season right there. Damn. 10 episodes up, 10 episodes down, eight oh. songs up tonight, eight songs down, season seven in the books. Y'all got any last words for season seven before I, I run through the tracks? I just yawned. At the beginning of season seven, Rashad was not a father. At the end of season seven, Rashad is a father. That's, you know, we're blessed. and. We got uh, puppy oh, we time. Got, we got is dogs. It, is it Sammy? We got Sammy on the stream. Yes. Hi, Sammy. My mom, my mom said he was bad, so she gave him to me, and he's clearly uh, sleepy. Oh, hey. uh, so cute. that's also that's how I got my son. 
Hey, your, your, your son in here being bad. Next thing you know, he's asleep. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right, let's run through the night. We started it off. San Diego Soul from the Sacred Souls. Weak for your love. Then we had the real definition of fake by by Lil Bob, a.k.a. Bob Shiesty, No Flow. Shout out to him. We had Garage Rooftop by Q, giving Q his flowers before it's too late. And then a very spiritual, peaceful journey of a song, 1991 by Naomi Sharon. We had Dallas, Texas's Harry Edoqua. That's called Zombies. That's unreleased. Yeah, go peep Harry and wait for that song to be out. We had 94 The Dog Years by Akai Solo, I Wonder by Al Doms, and ended it strong with 21 by Miley. And you got to say it excited because there's an exclamation point right there. Miley. <laughs> Dom, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for your knowledge, your picks, what you do. We appreciate you. Thank you, Dom. <laughs> hey guys, I really appreciate this. This was great. Hell this is yeah. the best Monday night I've had in a very long time. <laughs> Listen, that's all we're trying to do out here. Just give people blessings on their Monday evenings. We got one more song, the Amused Pick of the Week. But before we get into that, we have to plug. We haven't even announced it yet, but we have to plug that a week from this Wednesday, we're celebrating the end of the season with not a virtual showcase right here on Move Forward Music. Wednesday, March 24th at 9 p.m. We're going to be announcing all the details this week. But yeah, we got to let the people know, you know, ending the season strong, end of the month, we're going to celebrate. Last track of the night, Amuse Pick of the Week. Shout out to our sponsors, Amuse.io, free distribution service, a record label. Yeah, really excited about this song too. Found it earlier today and and listened to it a couple of times. The song is called On by Cosima. Olu. Love me better and sweeter That is something you wouldn't do Nothing ever is for sure Remind my words, they try to tell the truth But they won't last no longer I never knew my fears last longer Come and be mine I'm getting all the things right Love me better and sweeter That is something you should have done Nothing ever is for sure Mama wish they try to tell the truth mm-hmm. 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 
keep your distance Keep on being lazy And let me move slow I keep you busy doing that thing Please don't help 